You're listening to The Treatment Room, a safe haven for estheticians and beauty lovers alike to indulge in all things skincare. We've got a lot on the books, from interviews with experts and estheticians to sessions with me one-on-one dedicated to helping you find your glow and reach your professional potential in this ever-changing spot industry. I'm Tess and I'll be your esthetician and host. Feel free to relax, take a deep breath and grab a comforting cup of tea. Welcome to the treatment room. Hey guys, before we get into today's show, I want to give you a little bit of background on our amazing podcast guest. Her name is Nichelle Mosley, and I was lucky enough to be introduced to her through one of our mutual friends who is Douglas Preston. Nichelle is a North Carolina board certified esthetician, a certified laser technician, and she is certified in advanced paramedical aesthetic training. She graduated from the Academy of Nails and Aesthetics, where she found her passion for specializing in treating diverse skin tones to produce life-changing results. Her company, Queen City Beauty Group, was born. Clinical, integrative, and holistic skincare solutions are her specialty. First off, I have to say, Nichelle has this incredible, confident, and kind, I would call it angel energy. She is just amazing and radiates only good things. In this episode, we discuss niching down, how to treat the client as a whole, building an e-commerce wholesale brand and retail line, treating multicultural skin, her advice to esthetician mentees, and so much more. Nichelle is a true expert in skin. It's what she loves, and she is an incredible role model to keep your eye on in this industry. Plus, her products and tools are so amazing. She sent me this whole goodie box, which was so, so sweet, and I am just obsessed. Now, let's get into the show. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to The Treatment Room. I'm your host, Tess Zolli, and I'm here with the fabulous Nichelle Mosley of Queen City Beauty Group in North Carolina. She is a master of clinical, integrative, and holistic skin and body care. Let's give a big welcome to Nichelle. Thank you so much, Tess, (laughs) for having me. I really appreciate you. Oh my gosh, I appreciate you. And I know you have so much expertise to share in regards to skin, business, mentorship, all the things. So I'd love to get started with a little background story about you, how you got your start in this industry, and how it led you to where you are now. Well, that's such a great question. You know, I honestly feel like I kind of fell into aesthetics. It wasn't necessarily my number one top choice. Um, mm. I, I was someone who was seeking out skincare for my own my own skin health. And lots of people that I encountered, they just couldn't help me. So, you know, my, I guess my first interaction with aesthetics was, you know, just really wanting to have more knowledge, more understanding with how to treat my own skin, you know, disorders. Mm-hmm. And from there, when I finally actually went to school, that's when I was able to realize that it was more than just, you know, that, treatment room, modality kind of connection. It was more of a calling for me. 
Mm. Um, so even from the beginning, you know, when I first started out in school, um, I was very granular about the things that I really loved, you know, the facial parts. I was horrible at waxing. <laughs> oh, we sound like the exact same person because I've honestly never waxed an, an eyebrow and my audience knows this, like, I'm just not the girl to tell you about waxing. So yeah, for me, it was like skin. I just love skin. So it sounds like that was kind of what you were passionate about too. Absolutely. I realized, you know, taking full control of the treatment room and just really making sure that I made that connection with my clients, that it was something that I wanted to, you know, maintain long term. So, you know, finding out that brow tinting and brow waxing and just waxing in general was just not my forte. You know, mm -hmm. I can tell you about some some pretty bad brows that I've tinted. <laughs> <laughs> and a few, you know, mishaps when it comes to like mag lights and really trying to, you know, do the wax yeah. thing. Cause I tried it all, um, to just really understand, you know, what, what my niche would be. And once I really just got, you know, very clear and, you know, sort of valued what I wanted to bring to the table, um, I can really say that the whole entire situation changed and it just felt like more of a calling for me. Absolutely. Well yeah, and I think that's so amazing you pointed that out because I think a lot of Estes think when we're in school, you know, we're shown like all these services from waxing to, to facials and we think we have to be like a master of everything. Right. And it was our mutual connection, Douglas, Douglas Preston, who told me, he was like, you know what? It's okay to specialize. Like if you love skincare, go in all in on that and just carve out your niche. Absolutely. I started to realize that I was so much more of a nerd and I loved, you know, just the cosmetic chemistry behind the scenes and really formulating products and, you know, putting together modalities and stacks to really provide transformations. So, you know, once I figured those things out, I think I really was able to make the connection and I was able to then really connect with my, with my clients and the audience that I was kind of gaining on social media. Um, you know, I think when I changed my mindset of trying to be a technician of all things, mm -hmm. um, it really just helped me to, you know, to communicate that to, you know, to the people who were around me and supporting me. Tell us about some of the things that you love to offer and some of the things that are, you know, your specialty um, in your business. So I absolutely love offering an oxygen dome. It's this really big, huge dome that looks like you're in outer space. It provides you with not only purified oxygen, but also ion. And when you combine those two together, it provides uh, the ability to stabilize free radicals. Um, so we're able to help treat pigmentation, um, you know, so something as deep as melasma. We're able to, um, you know, give a full body benefit it because they're not only are they having this treatment, you know, performed on the topical sense, but they're also inhaling that, um, that oxygen. So, you know, once they get off the table with this, uh, with the oxygen dome, it's almost like they've just been transformed. Um, that's one of my signature treatments that I like to do. I never just stop there though. So I typically will do oxygen along with led light, um, you know, just making sure that we're up-leveling collagen and helping to, you know, provide that real transformation in one session. That's what I would say my signature has become is, you know, really being able to um, 
you know, give somebody a real transformation in just one session. That's incredible. And it sounds like with the oxygen, there's almost more benefits beyond, you know, just like a superficial skin treatment. It sounds, you know, like it's more incorporating, incorporating like the whole person's wellness and how they feel after the treatment. Absolutely. I like to think of myself myself as an integrative esthetician. So someone who does really try to take in someone's full body well-being. Um, so when they do come to see me, you know, we talk about acne solutions, we talk about age management, and we talk about different things that they can do at home to make sure that it's not just, you know, a one and done type of treatment experience. Um, so I really try to educate my clients. That's another thing that I would say that sets me apart a little bit is, you know, I want them to be just as educated as to why we're doing the service that we're doing and, um, you know, have the ability to explain to me, you know, you know, what it is that they're doing at home to enhance this um, particular protocol. Um, so we, we do spend a lot of time in and out of the treatment room. Um, I can, I can attest that to, you know, the case studies that I've been able to do with the skin games. Um, that's kind of put me a little bit on the map with wanting to, you know, just get very granular about, you know, the treatment protocols, the, uh, the modalities that we use and the ingredients that are all involved. Um, I can really say that I love um, utilizing Antioge, which is a bone marrow stem cell. Um, so those are just a couple of things that I like to incorporate in my treatment room, along with microcurrent and nano infusion. You know, I have the standard um, hydrofacials, of course, and, um, you know, more of like the just um, uh, regular services that you would incorporate, like um uh, spatulas and that kind of thing. You know, clients get so excited about every little tool, every little thing that you can bring to the table. So, you know, we try to keep things very fresh. Um, when it comes to my business aspect, I like to make sure that I have memberships so that, you know, I'm staying um, more connected with my clients and they have, you know, they have more invested in me as well. So I feel like out of, you know, us both coming together to the table, knowing that, you know, they have some work to do, and I have some work to do that we can both partner. It's what's made, um, you know, us have a much more long lasting relationship. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You just said so many amazing things I want to unpack. <laughs> I know. So when, when it comes to the client consultation, so it sounds like you are pretty invested in having a thorough conversation, touching on, you know, what's going on at home, what they're using, uh, what could be, you know, things in their lifestyle that could be possibly contributing to their concerns. I'd love to know more about like things you ask in your consultations and, and, and questions you ask people to get a better understanding of the whole picture. So what I actually utilize is something that's called a skin scope, which helps for me to see their skin in daylight, but then also through an LED light. 
And that helps to bring to the surface what it is that could be a potential issue or concern down the line. Um, so someone who might potentially have, you know, have sun damage or someone who is a little bit more lipid dry. Um, you can see all of those things when you are incorporating the skin scope. And so it just basically helps me to reiterate what I see with my naked eye. And they have a full printout of what it is that they can work on as well. So some of the questions I would ask, you know, are, are, are there any types of supplements that you take at home? You know, do you, do you sleep with a silk pillow? You know, what type of, uh, what type of home care regimen are you utilizing? Do you use toners? Do you use SPF? Are, is your SPF a chemical SPF or is it a physical sunblock? Um, you know, just those types of things so that we can get to the bottom of exactly what their concern is. And also, I can have an idea of what their goal is overall. Because, um, you know, as estheticians, I'm someone who I can really try to throw the kitchen sink at everyone, you know, because I have all these great modalities and, you know, I, I love this stuff. It's just like, you know, you know, being a kid in a candy store. But if I'm not really, you know, addressing their concern, then I feel like I'm really missing the mark. So I want to make sure that, you know, I'm, I'm finding out exactly what it is that they come to see me for and, you know, how I can best assist them in getting to that goal. I think that's that's a phenomenal point because as estheticians, I think, you know, obviously we are very aesthetic people and we can be you know, thinking about all these things we would want to give them and have all these ideas in our head, but it, it really doesn't matter if that's not what they're after. So it's a good reminder to, to really try to understand what someone else is going through. I think skin is such a personal thing and we have a lot of vulnerabilities with it. So really understanding, like you said, Michelle, what is the client's concern, not necessarily ours. And it's hard, you know, like you said, it can be, uh, you know, a little bit of a daunting thing because sometimes you want them to, you know, move ahead much more quickly. And, you know, sometimes it can be a financial situation or it could be someone who is not really ready to commit when it comes to, you know, my acne clients come to mind when I'm yeah. thinking about that, you know, acne can be something that is, you know, can affect your quality of life. And, if you're not someone who is on top of it and you feel like, you know, you have to kind of hide behind makeup, it's really just, you know, kind of exacerbating the problem and not really helping mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, I like to try to be very honest and give real real expectations about what to expect, you know, and I do offer a 90 day program, which, you know, can help someone get clear in that specific amount of time. But, you know, if we are addressing hyperpigmentation or severe cystic acne, I like to make sure that I give them a timeline so that they understand that, you know, mm. there's a lot of things that, that go into, you know, getting clear and staying clear. Yes. Yeah. And I think we have sometimes an unrealistic expectation from things we might see on social media in regards to acne. There's a lot of like, you know, content and videos out there claiming one product will quote unquote, like cure your acne or, or clear it overnight, something like that. And I think it really can set people up with an unrealistic expectation for your skin. So I love that you're saying you really try to lay it out in phases and set an expectation. 
it really has made a difference in the quality of clients that I've, um, you know, gotten into my clinic and, you know, just their expectation for us to get that true real before and after, you know, that I want as well is, Mm -hmm. you know, making sure that we Mm -hmm. have something that is noteworthy and award-winning, you know, so I want to be as much of a, a success with them as they want, you know, in their own life. So when we're able to partner, I feel like that is something that's really much more achievable. Okay. I want to ask you, Nichelle, do you feel, okay, was there like a certain point for you where you felt like as an esthetician, I now have the confidence to treat somebody with severe acne? Like how, how did you gain that confidence in treating skin? It really took time, you know, so I will say that I got very intentional about my education and investing in learning, you know, what the different types of acne, you know, that could present. And I got very granular about, you know, what I wanted to make sure that I was able to kind of fail proof my business with. And that's a treatment that people are always going to continue to need. And so it was something that, you know, I needed to just get very, um, I guess I just needed to kind of get a different mindset about it because it was very daunting in the beginning, you know, to just really, you know, have the confidence and to say that, you know, I'm sorry, I can help you, but I can't help you with drugstore products, you know, Right. You know, cause that's, that's something that will come up, you know, people will want you, your help, but they want you to give them, you know, items from places that they can get, you know, offline. And, you know, it was, it was a, a real conversation where we had to just say, you know, with me providing you the information and doing the treatments, it's in your best interest that you also utilize the products that I'm, I'm more familiar with, you know, that I have, you know, an idea about the ingredient decks and I can, you know, walk you through the process and and help you with the steps as opposed to something that you can just, you know, potentially get from anywhere. And we don't necessarily know if those ingredients have changed. So um, I would say that, you know, there were a few tough conversations. And then once I was able to get the results and see that, you know, things really did trans transpire, you know, when we did what we needed to do, that is what really gave me the confidence to continue to move forward with, with knowing that my program was something that worked and I could be a value to them. So I figured out, you know, if I'm going to be someone who's an esthetician, who's providing value, what type of value do I want to provide my client? If it's just a fly by night, once in a while type of facial, um, you know, then that's not really the clientele that I'm looking for. And so I had to be very, you know, just very granular about the education and then very, you know, just specific about how to achieve that. And once I was able to do that, I feel like I was able to then kind of marry the whole entire situation together and get the clients I wanted, you know, and have the confidence I needed. Yeah, I can relate so much, especially as somebody who, you know, puts content on social media, you're talking to a a big population that may not necessarily be coming into your treatment room. And the most common questions I know I'm asked as an esthetician is like, can I use the the CeraVe cleanser with, with this Neutrogena thing and this ordinary thing? And it's tough because I, I don't want to give off, um, I don't want to 
tell somebody I can't help them um, because of a budgetary thing. But on the other hand, it's like, if products at the drugstore, you know, worked and and people could self-diagnose, they wouldn't run into these issues, but they're coming to you with a problem. And as a professional, sure, we can like check out those ingredient decks and, you know, try to understand what they might be doing. But having that experience in your treatment room with products is so valuable. So that's something, it's a tough thing to tell people sometimes, but I typically, you know, try to have that conversation as well saying, you know, I don't have the experience with that line and I don't want to like mess around and waste your time. I want to get you from point A to point B to point C. Um, And if I waste your money and your time, it seems like it's in nobody's best interest. You're absolutely right, Tess. You know, I would say that the way I was able to, you know, kind of cut that out a little bit was putting together a little contract and just letting people know, you know, upfront that, Mm. you know, I wanted to invest all that I can, you know, when it comes to helping you succeed. And if Mm -hmm. it means that, you know, you have to go in smaller batches when it comes to your skincare, then I'm willing to work with you. I'm willing to do sample sizes and, you know, help you get to your goal. But Mm -hmm. the main thing is, is that we have to work together. We have to partner together. And that means that we're all within the business you know, working here. And that can't really be outside because we can't, you know, account for those things like you mentioned. Right. right. It's kind of like external like factors that are outside of like the laboratory or the science experiment. They're, you know, they could damage the end result. Absolutely. Absolutely. So when I think about, you know, integrative aesthetics and being more of a corneal therapist, you have Mm -hmm. to be someone who, you know, really takes into, you know, account the ingredients, the supplements, the, the lifestyle, the intrinsic and extrinsic you know, factors that people will encounter and they have no control over. So, you know, when you can just, you know, help them understand those things. And I really think, you know, once you're giving them that education and they realize that you're someone who wants to help and you're not just looking to, you know, you know, make money on me every chance you get, then Mm -hmm. I, I think that that's, that's what really resonates with them. And then that's what makes them, you know, see that, oh, this is not something that I can really get anywhere else. You know, this is mm-hmm. such a valuable relationship that, you know, I don't even want to, you know, mess this up. <laughs> it's yeah, kind of, yeah, I found a gem. <laughs> yes, exactly. A diamond in the rough is exactly. kind of what I hear all the time. You know, it's like that secret sauce that people want to know, you know, how do you continue to have your success? And that's just being really upfront and being very honest. Yeah. And I think, like you mentioned, the education piece is so huge because, you know, there are a million technicians, people can go get a facial anywhere. But if you can give them information that's personalized to them and, you know, more specific and and like you are offering more integrative, I think that that can be hard to come by. I, I like to think so. Um, you know, I'm I'm really excited with what we've been able to accomplish here. We've just opened up our second location. Um, it's going to be in, we're not only going to be in North Carolina, but also California. Oh so, my gosh, then maybe I can come. Oh, that would be so amazing. <laughs> I would just absolutely love to meet you in person. <laughs> oh, that would be a blast. And it, it sounds like you guys have like the most state of the art 
amazing equipment and so much on offer. So I would love to check that out someday. That would be so cool. I mean, honestly, I will say that, you know, within the pandemic, we did have to do a lot of pivoting. You know, we had yep. uh-huh. to make sure that we, you know, went online to become virtual. And that's actually what's helping to fund our California trips, you know, uh-huh. because we have those people who have sought us out, you know, virtually, they're now wanting to make sure that they can have, you know, the ability to come in person and get those facials and, you know, see that progress happen a lot faster. So yeah. Okay. So selfishly, I want to hear more about the virtual business, but also not selfishly. I think (laughs) the whole virtual side of aesthetics is like this new thing that could be an incredible way for estheticians to level up their business and um, just reach more people. Could you tell me? Okay. So when somebody's coming in for a treatment, obviously you have the advantage of the skin scope, all you th- all the things you get to do, you get to touch their skin, look at it real close. How does that compare with your virtual consultations and, and what do those entail to get sort of a whole picture view of what's going on with their skin and body? So I have to admit, I had to do a whole new platform when it came to being able to provide that service. Um, I was not, you know, ready and available to get started with the virtual consultation and, you know, just hit the hit the ground running. So um, when things first kind of happened, um, you know, I, I went on the search to look for something that was going to be HIPAA friendly, that allowed me to have pictures and a real true questionnaire to get an insight as to what a client would need. Um, so basically trying to put all that I do you know, in person online and, you know, just making sure that I'm provided with a set of photos in clear lighting and, you know, having them answer a a full on uh, informational um, medical history was something that I would say that is the very number one thing that I, I needed to kind of overhaul. And so from doing that, I'm then able to set up a face-to-face, you know, um, virtual um, consultation, and we're able to then go over the types of foods that they're eating that could be contributing to their acne, um, you know, just different things that could be contributing to the different pathways that you can have uh, pigmentation present on their skin. And from there, I would just send them over a script of, you know, ingredients and products that they needed to purchase purchase from my online store. And and then we would set up an additional follow-up to just make sure that they're utilizing the products correctly, that they're using them in in the correct order. And I had something that was called a prescriptive matrix, which basically lines up every single thing that they need to do. So for morning, their morning routine, exactly how to apply their cleanser and also with the video, you know, and then incorporating everything for them for their night routine and letting them know about, you know, oil cleansing and those types of things that they've never even heard about when it comes to double cleansing their skin. They're like, what do you mean? <laughs> you know, so just those little terms and just those little yeah. things that, you know, really help to kind of personalize and customize their treatments and then putting together that prescriptive matrix. So it wasn't something that they had to guess. They could take pictures of it and put it on their, you know, their bathroom walls or, you know, just make sure that they were following a protocol and it made it, you know, very simple for them. I love how specific what you do is because 
you know, it's like some of these things you would think everyone knows how to do, but to have a video and have somebody walk you through and almost hold your hand every step of the way, I think a lot of people need that because nobody's really ever told them exactly how to wash their face or remove their makeup, but all these things contribute to the end result. Absolutely. You know, I'm a big fan of double cleansing and making sure that you start with, you know, a very fresh canvas because mm -hmm. then, you know, you can make sure that you're fully absorbing the products that you need and things are actually, you know, going where they need to in order to make the progress. Um, so if you still have makeup on, you still have sunscreen, you still have, you know, different things that don't exactly help, then, you know, we're kind of going to just be turning our wheels and not really getting anywhere. So I thought it was very important to have those videos and, you know, just pro provide more of a guide for them. And, and I think that's what actually helped them to, you know, really feel like they needed my help further was just that, you know, understanding that they, you know, there is a certain way that you wash your face and do the oil cleanse for at least one minute so that you're bringing that oil to the surface. And, you know, then you emulsify with the water because I think it's really confusing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And maybe like, there's a point where you're supposed to add water, like all these little things that somebody, right. somebody may not know. Um, do you feel like there are certain patterns like of the people that come to you certain patterns you're seeing with possible missteps in people's home care routines that you could possibly speak on so the audience can can learn like maybe these are some things I could be doing better Absolutely. I feel like the pattern is, is that there's so many people who are out there influencing and you know trying to give advice when it comes to you know celebrity type of uh, skincare lines and they aren't typically the best lines to be honest you know and I'm not just saying that I've looked at the ingredient decks and you know a lot of people who I treat you know they come in for hyperpigmentation and you know I would say across the board every single person who's come to see me is is not using utilizing a physical SPF um so, you know, that's the number one concern that I would say from the beginning, if you're not doing that, then you're undoing everything else you're trying to do, you know? So if you're someone who uses like an oil of Olay or a Rihanna type of SPF, or even, you know, there's other SPFs that just all, they're all chemical based. And if your concern is, you know, wanting to get that flawless, even tone, you know, the number one misstep you're, you're starting off with is already with that chemical SPF that's being absorbed and allowing that heat to be absorbed into your skin. And until you get that zinc oxide, titanium dioxide, then you're not really going to get anywhere. And yeah. <laughs> and that's something I noticed too, because I think a lot of times people enjoy the chemical SPFs. If they don't know about chemical versus, versus physical, they love the consistency because it's, you know, maybe a little bit more sheer than other things they've tried. And it's more of like a user experience or elegance kind of thing, but you know, they may not know that there could be a better option that wouldn't be creating that heat and inflammation. You're absolutely right. So I think it really is kind of just lends itself to how easy it, it 
feels to go on the skin, you know, how easily absorbed it is. But, you know, if you seek out an esthetician who is, you know, really trying to make sure that your experience, not only in the treatment room, but outside of the treatment room with your products is something that you can be consistent with, then they'll find an SPF for you that has all those great ingredients that has not only what you need, but also like hyaluronic and green tea. You know, Mm -hmm. my SPFs that I love and um, have helped to formulate, you know, those are, are ones that I, I say are really top notch and you can't really find them anywhere else. So, you know, I, I think with, you know, just giving them a little bit more education and then having the opportunity to even try maybe a little sample, then, you know, it's something that they can really switch over and not have a problem with. I've seen people say, oh my gosh, you know, this is way better. Why was I ever using anything else? <laughs> well, yeah, they don't, they don't know what they don't know. Right. Um, I'd love to hear like what are the SPFs that you love and what are some, some skincare lines that you love to offer your clients? So I have my own skincare line, which is called Rooted Queen um, Skincare. Thank you. Love the name. We'll make sure it's in the description box so people can find it. I appreciate that. Um, I also have something that's called the Queen's Cloth, which is a daily gentle exfoliator. It just helps with getting rid of those dead cells so all the products can be absorbed. Um, so I normally will typically, you know, that's the first thing that I will recommend so that they're able to kind of get a very base level, um, you know, introduction to professional products. It's not very expensive. Um, then from there, you know, I, of course, mentioned Antioch. It's one of my favorite product lines, which offers the power of bone marrow stem cells. Um, it's it's great for anti-aging. It helps really well with, um, you know, brightening and overall consistency and even tone. Um, yeah. And I utilize it lots of times when it comes to my acne clients who are wanting to get rid of their scarring as well. Um, so that's the second line. That's one of my favorites. And then I also, um, am a huge fan of Dermastart, which they have an SPF that is my all time favorite, which I mentioned before has the hyaluronic and green tea in it. And all of it is micronized zinc. So it fully absorbs into your skin. It's phenomenal and it feels great. People love to include it in their daily routine because it isn't something that goes on their face like, you know, the sunblock that you typically see in like um, the beach shows that, you know, where you have like the the white all over their face. So yeah, no, nobody likes that. Nobody does. No. Uh So we try to avoid that at all costs. And when they finally incorporate it, they're just like, okay, yes, this is so much better. I agree. And, you know, then we see the results that we want. Yeah. And well, especially when, when treating skin of color, you don't want something with like a, a major white cast that's not formulated for them. Like why would somebody want to use an SPF every day that was going to make them look, you know, off color. You're absolutely right. And I've, that's the reason why I've done my research to really see the ones that would work and the ones that just don't, you know, and there's very popular lines that a lot of people will carry that, you know, when it just goes on my skin, I am a lot more darkly complected. It just mm-hmm. won't absorb, you know, it just will stay looking purple. <laughs> my husband calls it the blurple look because... <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants to be blurple or ashy. No. no. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> so it sounds like you have some great expertise in sourcing like really quality products and finding things that are unique, like your SPF or your cleansing cloth. 
what what is that process like like finding a product like that for for any estheticians who might be interested in like the e-commerce side of things what does that process look like i can say that it's it is kind of a long and arduous process um but it's so 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 worth it you know when you're able to make sure that no one can have the ability to find your product on Amazon or, you know, on eBay, you know, you just, you're able to build more of a brand for yourself and you're able to find that connection with your clients, you know, so that they, they know that you truly do know the ingredient decks because you've sought out a cosmetic chemist. And, you know, we've also, um, worked with a CBD, um, you know, line here that's local. It's, you know, farm to face CBD, um, masks and we offer them for keeping it clear for acne, keeping it bright to just make sure your skin is overall even. And then also something that's called keeping it nourished, which, you know, just make sure that if you have sensitive and dry skin, that will also help with that as well. So I say really, you know, finding people that you can network with, that you trust and, Mm -hmm. you know, who's going to really give you that farm to face type of, you know, consistency and customization is really what you want it to set yourself apart with. You know, when you're able to do that, your clients really see the value that you bring to the table, you know, how much you've invested in not only, you know, your own personal growth and brand, but also in making sure that they get the best out of, you know, the, the quality of products that they're taking home with them. So it's, it's a hard process. Um, it isn't, it isn't easy, but it is very much worth it. I will say Mm. that. Yeah. Well, especially in, I know we've talked about how it's a quote unquote, like competitive industry. So it, it might be a little bit difficult, but if it was easy, everybody would, would do it. So it sounds like a great way to set yourself apart, even if you do have to go a little bit of the extra mile. Absolutely. Because, you know, I think that that competition, you know, when you're trying to compete with all of the larger brands is something, of course, which you can still, you know, offer that on your back bar. You know, you don't necessarily have to be someone who is, you know, completely taking those products out of your treatment room. But when it comes to, you know, what somebody can intentionally purchase, you know, online, I think it really does set you apart and it really does help to grow your brand when you're able to just provide them with something that they really can't get anywhere else. Um, So, you know, really take that into mind because it really helps to set you apart, um, you know, just in that space. Okay. And I know you, you do so much. So you've got your wholesale, like e-commerce situation and your own label. You take your clients and you also have like a whole business and mentorship side I to the do. business, right? Yes, because I love helping estheticians. You know, like I mentioned, this I feel, feel very much as a calling for me. So if yeah. someone also is in that space where they just want to do what they love, I want to help them continue to do that, especially in these very uncertain times. You know, so I've started to offer 30-minute free consultation so that I can help other SDs, you know, to kind of like, you know, fine-tune their business and really find out what their market is. And, you know, I, mm-hmm. I really love to be able to help people. That's I've, I said that, you know, aesthetics wasn't necessarily my number one thing that I've done. What I started out doing was I was a teacher. So, wow. yep, I used to teach young kids. And so I think that that's just always kind of in the back yeah. of my mind, you know, where I want to continue to do that in, in a form that is, you know, more 
you know, conducive to what I do now. And, and so, you know, just teaching estheticians on how to get, you know, very clear about what it is that they want and intentional about how they see, how they want to see their business. It's just, it was just the next most easiest step. And it was also a way for me to bring my husband in who is a mentor as well. So it just made my business be more of like a family business. So I was really happy to do it. That's awesome. You guys sound like a a power couple. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I think that's great to know that people can can reach out to you to do more one-on-one consulting because I think we really need it. Like, you know, we we go to esthetician school, but there's just not enough time to pack everything in. And what we are learning is mostly structurally and like what's, you know, what are the skin systems and how does everything work, but we can't get to the business side necessarily. I think that's such a disservice that we, you know, honestly have to kind of navigate on our own. You know, we become such technicians and, you know, such have such a love for, you know, the transformation of it all. But if you can't really get you know, everything together in business, then it's hard to really have a business, you know, to flourish and continue, especially when, you know, things are so uncertain and you yeah. don't, you don't have, you know, the necessary mindset that we all need to, you know, just push through it. It's, you know, when you do have those systems in place that are system, you know, that are business related, um, it can really just help you kind of, you know, check out of that where it's not really necessarily your, 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 your go-to, you know, of understanding mm-hmm. how to run a business. If you just put certain things in place, you know, you can just kind of continue to be that technician. And, and I think right. that's what's helped me to, you know, have my success. Well, what, so what are some things that people can start implementing um, so they can set themselves up for similar success and, you know, think beyond the treatment room? Because of course, there's only so much we can do just working in the treatment room. Absolutely. My number one thing I would say is just really get very clear about your why. You know, why are you being an esthetician? Why did you want to do this? If it was something, you know, that you can't really get clear about, then, you know, maybe kind of devote it to having much more of a worthier cause um, so that you can stay in business and provide these services of value to your community. Um, one system that I was able to implement was, you know, just online booking and making sure that I had more of an administrative type of, um, response that was able to happen very quickly. Um, Mm -hmm. so, you know, just getting those things in place so that you don't necessarily have to be a part of every single phone call, every Mm -hmm. single email, because you still need to have a life and we still need grace ourselves, you know, and right. (laughs) And self-care ourselves. Yes. We need to implement all those things so that we can be our best selves when we are seeing the clients and the people that were, you know, providing you know, our services too, is if we're always, you know, just kind of running on empty, we're not really coming to the table with, you know, everything that we can offer. So making sure that I did have that online system and having, you know, an an online um, admin to just help me with navigating, you know, a few things and, and, you know, not being afraid to ask for help. 
Mm. You know, so it's sometimes can be your baby and you want to see things exactly the way you envision them. But, you know, that isn't really conducive to growing and making sure that you're able to help more people and that you still leave leftover time for yourself. So seeking out other mentors, you know, having other people who can who you trust to help you with social media and those types of things and you know, starting mm-hmm. a starting a blog is one thing too yeah, yeah. to kind of give insight on, you know, what happens in the treatment room that you can't really have the message, you know, brought across in just like, you know, a very short um, you know, caption is is something that I would say that really helped me to, you know, get my message and communication out there better was just having a blog. Yeah, oh, I love that. And that makes you, you know, searchable and people can find you who otherwise uh, maybe wouldn't, or if they were out of state, they probably would have never discovered your business. But I love that tip. Absolutely. And it helped me provide value in a different way, you know, because I was then able to bring on a friend of mine who's a psychologist. So she's helping with all these mental health and self care tips, you know, that I just really couldn't even ever be able to provide. So, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't at all worried about, you know, having her kind of, you know, have the hold on to the reins when it comes to that. So you can still have input, but you don't necessarily have to be the sole provider of all the information. Well, it sounds like you're doing an incredible job. And I mean, so it must have been like, I know you said aesthetics wasn't your first choice, but it sounds like you were happy teaching. What like what really made you want to make a switch and dip your toe into aesthetics? It was, you know, not being able to figure out my own problems. You know, I was having lots of issues when it came to acne and hyperpigmentation, dark marks, and, you know, just not ever getting a true answer from the people that I sought out. You know, they, they were really concerned with my skin tone and providing me with chemical peels and, you know, just doing the basic level things that I'm able to incorporate on a regular basis. You know, when I first got started about seven years ago, Um, I would say that, you know, people were just a a lot more apprehensive than they are now when it comes to dealing with multicultural skin. Mm -hmm. And, you know, since 2004, I was really dealing with, you know, just my own acne problems and my own Mm -hmm. problems of wanting to just have clear skin. And so, you know, figuring that out and and wanting to be a solution for other people and not have other people, you know, come into... Um, a situation where they're told no, or, you know, they just don't feel confident about the person who's providing care. You know, that was what really made me, you know, kind of made the switch just turn off in my mind and say, you know, like, there's really a need for this. There's really someone who, you know, could, could be such a great help in the, in a community if, you know, you just kind of specialized and, you know, really decided to, you know, get very clear about what it is that you can provide value in. And and I think that's what it was. Yeah. I, I'd love to touch on your expertise with, with treating skin of color, especially since, as you know, so much of the training we get in aesthetic school is more like European and Eurocentric. And I think um, treating acne in skin of color can be a touchy subject, especially if you're not experienced, if you don't seek out outside education, just because the pigmentation process can be a little bit more sensitive and a little bit different. Could you touch on um, 
some some elements of having a, a successful routine if you are possibly struggling with acne or pigmentation as a person of color? Absolutely. So I definitely take more of a corneotherapeutic approach to it. You know, it's something that I don't really feel like you have to be, you know, kind of inflaming the skin on a regular basis and, you know, really kind of drawing up that pigmentation. It's something that I like to really treat very slowly. And, Mm -hmm. you know, when we are treating the active acne and we help to get that under control, you know, and you're utilizing the right types of products at home, you know, that comes with the Mandelic and, you know, just making sure that you're using, you know, different products that are, that's going to help to stop the melanogenesis process, you know, so those things, when those are just a part of the very basic level, um, Mm -hmm. you know, when you're trying to help that person, then, you know, the pigmentation will actually happen very quickly because you'll see that the skin responds, you know, just from having more of, you know, that slow process, that slow and steady approach and, you know, just not really inflaming the skin and bringing, you know, lots of uh, inflammation to the surface. I feel like, you know, incorporating more Ayurvedic brightening Rococo is a line that I really love um, for dealing with acne, especially in skin of color, because it helps with making sure that you're not disrupting the barrier. You know, when the barrier is something that is not intact and isn't, you know, just on that very basis level, um, you know, just ready to receive more, you know, advanced treatments, then you're, you're kind of just kind of running in circles and not really getting anywhere. Um, so with Rococo, I've been able to, you know, set up a a protocol and have an Ayurvedic brightening a part of every treatment. And they're seeing the changes happen every single time they come. So, you know, when, when they're able to at least have that little bit of change, it's something that I feel like people will stay plugged into. And like Mm -hmm. you mentioned, it's something that you really do have to, you know, go out of your way to sort of understand and, and learn because it isn't something that's readily available and, um, you know, readily taught when we are first, you know, encountering, you know, a person of color. So the confidence isn't there. So, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, that's huge. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. It can be. Are there certain ingredients that you have found in working with skin of color that you would say you're better off avoiding? I'm not a huge fan of the uh, glycolics. You know, those can be, I feel, when, especially when it comes to skin of color, um, just not the best, the best form that you could use, you know, Mandelic and, um, you know, doing something along the lines that's going to not disrupt the barrier so much, um, is something that I feel like you get better success with. Um, you know, someone, I'm not a big fan of someone who peels the skin, you know, every two weeks, which, you know, I see that quite often in the people that I treat who come to me after they have kind of had like a bad experience, Um, it's just lots and lots and lots of peels. And, um, you know, it's just, it's not that chronic inflammation is something that really just tear down, it tears down the skin and it isn't something that overall gives the person a good experience. Um, so, you know, just avoiding that sort of methodology of the constant, um, you know, inflammation, constant, uh, barrier disruption is really what's helped me to kind of hone my skills when it comes to, you know, giving the best outcome. 
we spoke with Joelle Lee on the topic of treating multicultural skin, and she was similarly mentioning this sort of like, she calls it a step up approach, which is just very like slow and steady and, and, and gentle. You're not, you know, going in with crazy glycolic treatments every two weeks. (laughs) (laughs) Completely agree. I completely agree. It's just, it's not a good experience and it's not overall what the client is really expecting, you know? So they're, they're wanting you to be the expert. They're wanting you to kind of tell them how to get the best results. And if you don't feel confident, then, you know, they kind of lose the confidence as well. And they don't stick with the routine, which is what's really necessary. You know, I typically tell them instead of us, you know, having a three month window, think of it more of, you know, like a four to six month window when it comes to hyperpigmentation. That's Mm -hmm. just the real reality of, of, you know, getting clear and making sure that we're, you know, getting your, your, your tone completely even as well. Do you have any favorite educational resources to share with the audience so they could learn more about treating multicultural skin and perhaps treating treating acne? We're actually putting together a, a whole entire uh, online webinar with Esthetician Connections. So that will be something that's available at a discounted rate. Um, I do also love Alish and Joelle. Um, you know, I feel like they're pioneers in our business. They, you know, kind of take a little bit of a different approach when it comes to like the laser and chemical peels. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what we'll teach is more of a corneal therapeutic approach where, you know, if you are a solo esthetician and you are someone who doesn't have access to the medical grade services, you know, which I did at one time in my, in my practice, you know, I used to work with a plastic surgeon and, you know, the step up approach is something that you have to make sure you're doing and, it isn't something that you want to deviate from at all when it comes to those type of modalities and, and treatment protocols. Um, it is very, you know, specific. Um, but what we will be doing with the esthetician connection is more so geared towards the solo esthetician and the corneal therapists of the world. Um, you know, so I would say stay tuned because there okay. is definitely going to be some wonderful resources available. And I look forward to, you know, helping everyone who's interested in, in wanting to learn more about how to do that as a solo practitioner. Oh my gosh. Well, so exciting. I would love to know when that's available. For for anyone listening who doesn't really know like what corneotherapy is, could you just highlight that? Absolutely. So it's going back to what I mentioned before, you know, just making sure that the barrier is intact at, you know, at the very basic level, you know, trying not to disrupt that barrier in the stratum corneum. And when you're able to, you know, keep those lipids and, and everything, you know, from not having the, uh, the inflammation introduced, it, it's what helps to just make sure that there's the no downtime sort of peels, mm-hmm. you know, there's no downtime when it comes to, you know, the, the products that they're incorporating in the treatment room and, and, and you're incorporating more of the hydrofacials along with microcurrent and nano infusion, you know, those types of things that don't necessarily disrupt the barrier. Well, I love that because it's more about like cellular regeneration and like healing and health and not crazy overdoing things. Like those are my favorite types of peels, the ones that, you know, are gentle and mild and they don't, you don't have to physically like peel from them. Right. Absolutely. Because, you know, the peeling is just, it's really only the side effect. What you want most out of the actual process is to, you know, 
is to help the concern that you're trying to get rid of or, you know, to address that. And if you're able to do that without disrupting anything or, you know, making sure that you have to, you know, kind of hide yourself away from, you know, your yeah. clients or your yeah. friends, your family, you know, who doesn't want that? I'm sure everyone is like, what can you teach me this, please? <laughs> so, oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you've seen that. I think it's in the Sex in the City movie or it might be in the show, but there's that classic scene where Samantha gets a peel and like, she just has to go into hiding because her face is red and peeling off. Exactly. That's exactly what I'm thinking of when I think of you know, <laughs> the erythema, the inflammation, yeah. that, that chronic inflammation that you just, you know, are always constantly introducing to your skin. It's right, just not right. something that you can maintain long-term. So yeah. yeah. And sadly, sadly, it is very common because I think a lot of us are, you know, get the thought that if something's not burning, it's not working. And they get in this pattern of just repeatedly applying um, so many chemicals and so much generating so much inflammation. <laughs> exactly. You're absolutely right. That just leads to the aging that we don't want, the inflammaging. <laughs> yes. Oh, I love that word. It's a mentor. And as a business person and as an esthetician, if you had to leave the Estes listening with one piece of advice, does anything come to mind? You know, I would say that just making sure that you really carve out your niche, you know, find what you love because everyone will then always gravitate to what it is that you're putting out in the world. It becomes more of like a magnet. And so you just have more of the ability to attract what it is that you really want to do in the world. You know, so I would just say, you know, find that niche, find what brings you joy and just run with it. I love that. And when, when you love it, you will have so much more fun doing it. So, so well said. Nichelle, where can everybody find you and connect with you? You can find me at Queen City Beauty Group. Dot com, or you can find me on uh, Instagram at queencitybeautygroup.com as well. Um, I have all of the um, information that's listed as far as the 30-minute free call, um, providing with wholesales. Um, you can find that on our website directly. And you can also find uh, Rudy Queen Skincare through Rudy Queen Skincare online as well. Perfect. We will put that all in the description box so everybody can find you. Thank you so much for coming on. You have shared so much valuable information. I would love to have you back at a second or a third time just because I feel like we haven't even scratched the surface and there's you have so much value to give. I would absolutely love that. And I will be looking you up when I'm in California. So. Oh my gosh, yes, <laughs> please do. I would love to meet you and and see see what the business is all about. Absolutely. I look forward to it. Thank you so much for having me today. Thank you so much, Nichelle. Thank you, you all, for listening. We will talk to you on the next episode.